So I haven't put any clip of the hurling show um, up for free yet. Um, in part two of each show on the extended panel on Patreon, we give out weekend awards. So here's a chat about goal of the weekend and a bit on Wexford too. Um, after goal of the weekend, we gave out awards for performance of the weekend that to Dara Fitzgibbon. Inconsistency award went to Galway, unfortunately for them. And refereeing performance of the weekend, we gave to Sean Stack. So remember, you can join the extended panel on patreon.com forward slash smallerfishgea. The first of every month is always a good time to do it. So hope to see you over on the other side, everyone. All right, so weekend awards. Um, I'm going to start with goal of the weekend. I'm giving this one to Ronan Hayes, Paddy, because this was a goal out of nothing. This is like, you know, all right, it's a, it's a grand ball. It's a diagonal ball, but it's not like a, a Robbie O'Flynn to Patrick Horgan diagonal ball. It's a diagonal ball that's hitting the sideline. And you're thinking, generally, when a, when a player grabs that ball in that position, they usually run backwards away from the goal up along the sideline and look to kind of give a, 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 a ball across the field kind of thing. He just, and I'm sure you know all about this as a cornerback, he turned a narrow side, which is very hard to defend against because you're not expecting it. And he made a goal out of completely nothing. Yeah. And, and you know what he did? He, he showed that he's forward. He's a forward. He sniffs goals. We've seen him in the club championship. Remember that unbelievable goal he scored for Kilmacott was at the county final. Um, just he has it. Now, Ron Hayes can be a little bit frustrating at times. He does things, you know, it reminds me a little of Larry Corbett. So talented and then can do some brilliant stuff and then a couple of handy balls get away from him. But anyway, this goal was classy. Um, I think Brian McGrath was the man with him at the time um, and the ball was played in, but it was one of those balls, if you're playing the corner back or full back position, will I go or will I not? It tempts you. Will I put out the hurley? Will I take a step out to the right? And to be fair, Brian McGrath was battling against it all day. There was such good ball going in, but this time he just bit he just bit on a ball, and I'm sure he only missed it by a couple of inches, but it went in by him. And the minute it went in by him, Ronan Hayes had to step to goal. Now, it was still so difficult, but he ran it hard. Like, easy take a point from there, easy turn back and tap it over. And even his angle, I even said, when he was going in, I was at a good angle behind it in the crowd. I said, that's that's going to be difficult to get in by the goalie. And, you know, Poachers finished, finished it brilliant. But he had some pace. When he gets going, like, there was no full-back getting back after him there. But great goal. And, you know what, they, they, they well deserved it, Dublin, in fairness to him. We've been waiting for Ronan Hayes to stand up. Um, Conal Keeney has kind of backed him a long time based off his club form. I remember me and Paddy, or Paddy saying to him, um, you know, club hurling, there's a big step up. And a goal like that is definitely like a, it was the goal in the county final um really sparked him um if, if he can bring that kind of form i suppose now he's exactly what dublin need that danger inside he is uh, he's very good and very good finisher Willie. but i think uh had his spot on there he, he's a frustrating type of player though too really. uh, he'd be sort of why is he doing it more often you know that type of thing like he's a really good player and like he's run for that goal he's finished for that goal it was excellent and you know, you, but you'd be looking for more of that from him. And I, I know Matty Kenny certainly would anyway. But look, they are certainly on the right road, Willie. Yeah, but um, I think I think Hayes, if he could add another, even another 10%, you know, uh, I think that could be worth another three or four scores in every game to Dublin. That could be the difference. 
Yeah, Dublin are top of one B now. So mm. I suppose I I've been very critical of Matty down down over the last couple of years. I I thought I thought this would be a washout, Paddy, for Dublin under Matty. I thought they kind of come to the end of the road under him. It looked like they were going backwards a little bit, and mm. they, they've they've definitely come out this year firing on all cylinders. So there's no doubt the players are are behind him. They're definitely behind him, um, and from the first few games, uh, they have their settled style now. I suppose we were very critical around the time with Sean Hayes up the field, or sorry, Sean Moore up the field, uh, he had uh, Crummy around the middle of the field, and we kind of said, God, these guys are their two best players, why aren't they playing the right positions? Now, he might be being proven right now, um, as well as Danny Sutcliffe. You see, Danny, Danny Sutcliffe was only getting his his gears greased there the first couple of years coming back, and now he's fully-fledged one of the best wing forwards in Ireland again. So that's added to that. Um, so he hasn't played the right way. They, they're playing a style around the middle that they're well used to now. If you remember Kula playing a couple of years ago, it wouldn't be too unlike it. It's using the ball, it's breaking tackles, and it's hitting the space right right either side of the 14. They're hitting that space. And as we see, Hayes' goal came from there, and also the goal in the first half came from a good ball into that area as well. So they are starting to get it, and they have Hayes up front, which is acting more like a Conor Callaghan now, really. He's going uh, right and left. But they're doing really well. They're strong. Uh, they have a set way of playing. Burke around the middle of the field is always involved. He's always that little linchpin. And they look, they look, they look good. And I think, bear Limerick. If Limerick get going again, obviously they're the 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 team that's at the very top. But if if Limerick are dragged back into the crowd, then Dublin to me are up with a lot of teams. Okay, they have to prove it in championship, but they have a lot of what you need. They're big, strong men. They have good runners. They have a couple of score takers. I just question if they'd have enough score takers when it comes to championship hurling. That, that, that's always a big question in the league now you have Tipperary who are clearly experimenting you have got Dublin with pretty much their full team and they don't seem to be experimenting and they might be taking that little bit more seriously so it's very it's easy kind of make decisions at the end of February and go Dublin are flying it and then come to the championship Tipperary could beat them by 12 points it's hard to, it's hard to know exactly what every team is doing it is it's hard to know really. and yeah I think um, look I, I, if I go back to nine, 2019, well, her beat Dublin in the Leinster Championship proper, say, and if Matty Kenny now in his fourth year, and Paddy is spot on, they're, they're the very same as Kula. I remember watching that Kula team actually playing Tipperary in a challenge match here in Port Leash when they were in the Leinster Club, going into the All Ireland Club, that Kula team. They won a couple of All Irelands, and they're very, very similar style in the way. Obviously, Matty Kenny has worked for Kula, he was the manager of those two teams, or those teams, and Four years down the road now, their conditioning from that 19 defeat to Leash has gone like Cork. They've gone huge in relation to power and pace. Sutcliffe is pulling the strings. Hayes inside is the finisher. If you can get more out of him, uh, I, I definitely think that Dublin team have improved hugely. And even their, their game against Kenny at the weekend, I think we'll see something similar. Yeah, okay, interesting to see what they're what they're going to be like. We have to give Ushin Pepper um, a mention here, Paddy, for, for goal of the weekend. Not because it was an incredible goal. It was an awful what will I say, fuck up from the goal from the from the goal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, well I wouldn't like to be that goalkeeper with Dahi Burkett and his hands on him when he gets back into the dress room. Like I don't know why he was giving it back to him. But Ushin Pepper's only eighteen, lads. I thought this was gas, like he's still in school. Um, he travelled back on the bus from Salt Hill with one of the teachers from his school in Enniscorthy, Kevin Foley. Like, I mean, is it that gas? Like, it, and he looks, at, he looks every bit of an eighteen-year-old. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> ah, it's brilliant. Just, that's uh, you know, that's and you know what? That's not so long ago. I said last week or the week before, we're talking about 
young lads, they have to be maybe 21 or 22 before they play inter-county now. But that's that's a brilliant story. Uh, obviously, a bit of a bit of a conundrum for, for the goal. All right, there'll be question marks inside in the Galway dressing room. I don't think Sheffield will put up with that. But uh, brilliant story. And going back with your teacher, all right? I wonder does he call him Sorry, Kevin on the field. Maybe he gets mixed up on the field when he's up for a ball. Of him. But, um, no, I think, uh, you know, I think you'd have to praise Darry Egan a lot. I think the, what's your, the body language coach must be working very well. <laughs> the only problem for poor O'Sheen, not only is he hiding the can of Heineken from Dara Egan, he's hiding it from Kevin Foley as well. Now. Uh, yeah, it's brilliant, though. Jesus, it's great to see that, Willie. You know, I think. Uh, I think buddy like that, Henry wouldn't be too happy with that. He worked now and that they carry on the full back time. It was pathetic to look at you. It was embarrassing. I was I was even watching behind my fingers last night, you know, it was incredible. Would, would you blame Dottie Burke uh, now? Because he was, like, you see that a lot. They'll give it back to the goalie. He's expecting, um, I think it was Derek Fah, he's expecting him to clear that bloody thing. Yeah. Like, I mean, he wasn't yeah. expecting to get it back, no, I presume. No. And, and it was a terrible ball back as well from, like, the goalkeeper's not just at fault here, Fah, like, you know, I mean, it was a bad ball back to him as well, you know. But obviously, a player like Dottie Burke, like, I think he's immense, you know, I mean, you'll never see him make those type of mistakes, you know. I think Galway were just off form yesterday, I knew I had to be honest with you, but, you know, obviously, at that stage, when you're tied up like that, obviously, first thing, break the tackle, leave off the hand pass or deliver the ball yourself. I mean, I'd say you live nightmares for a while. Right, okay, so yeah, so he shouldn't maybe have just cleared it yeah, and, and be allowed yeah. to lock down. Yeah, yeah, maybe that makes sense. Derry Egan, uh, Paddy may, said after the game, I thought this was an interesting one. Wexford are obviously, imp- it's an, another very impressive win um, from Wexford. We've a lot of stick work done and a lot of ball work. Lads are in good nick coming in. We're really trying to improve the hurling skills and the touch and the handling and ultimately the overall gameplay of the team. I, I You know, because especially then the, the, the analysis from Limerick, oh, they're training like dogs. That's why they're not. And you know these inter-county players these days, Paddy, like they don't winter well and come back in terrible yeah. shape. And like I thought that was a very smart thing to hear, saying, well, what other teams doing loads of stick work and loads of ball work this time of the year? They're getting a jump maybe on other teams who are, who are in that traditional let's get it into the legs phase maybe of training uh, definitely and uh, as you said i think people are coming back in very very good condition and there should be room at this stage you know we used to go back training Nile was the same we were the same and you'd be dogged for a month because you'd probably be in a high stool for a couple of months and you'd be inside the chipper and you'd be doing all them things um whereas now guys don't really have interest anymore they're in coffee shops instead of pubs you know <laughs> yeah. so they're um, open in coffee shops they're having normal conversations yeah, 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 yeah. drinking yeah. out the side of their mouth but, <laughs> yeah exactly so I, I think they're coming in like even I know now coming back clubs you'd have no business coming back club training uh, with a couple of stone on like you just you get injured anyway so it wouldn't even matter but but now they're coming back in good nick and look Darry Egan uh, apart from anything else was a highly highly skillful hurler and fantastic brain right so he knows he know he probably thinks that's one of the biggest places that Wexford can improve. And like Davy Fitz had them, you know, ran in, no, that's saying ran into the ground, but they're fit. So I don't think he sees the benefit in bringing them in and flogging the back off Miter. Um, so I thought their style of hurling was very, very good the other day. As he said, stick work done, I'd say stick passing done. Like we'd associate Davy with hand passing in triangles around the middle of the field, but Wexford were doing a great little um, kind of mix of that, but also popping the ball in. And I think... Uh, Rory O'Connor is after getting a new lease life. Yes, we saw a lot of good stuff with him under Davy, but he seemed to be all over the field. Whereas now he's 
from the 40 meters in, he seems to be working and he is just running rings around uh, whoever he's marking the last few weeks. So he's so talented. Uh, I think that he might get the best out of him. And if you can add Lee Chin into that and you can add, obviously, Connor McDonald back into it, then they're building well. But one more person that I don't know is any, I'm sure everybody's noticing, is Foley after, Paddy Foley after coming back in centre-back there. Yeah. He was a huge, huge loss to them. And he looks in way better condition. Not saying he didn't look well at the time, but way better condition than he did uh, the last time he plays for Wexford. And so does Matty Hanlon. So they might be running the legs off him, but they look very, very fit. I just noticed that. I barely noticed, or I barely recognised Matty Hanlon and how lean he looked the other day. And uh, Paddy Foley as well. So he's building something nice there. But again, it's a little bit like Dublin. I think Dara is really going for it in the league and, and trying to build confidence in his way of playing. So it'll be interesting to see how it goes on uh, long term. People think I'm a bit of a, a lunatic, loose cannon, whatever you'd like to uh, say. I think there's a group of people around Frank, actually a group of stooges and yesmen. Because I love this county so much, you know, and it's just, I'm delighted that the lads, the lads did it for the people of Warford today because like, I, I'm, heart, I'm heartbroken. Yeah.